Please listen carefully. Hi, I'm Paul Fields. And I'm Dave Guzman. And welcome to Practical Bass, where each week we pick a topic of interest to you, the working bass player, and we take it apart and look at it from a few different points of view and hopefully give you some wisdom about how to take your gigs and gear to the next level. We are going to launch right in because we are in part two of a very special set of episodes for us. We uh, had the good fortune of having Igor Saavedra from Chile. He's a master of the eight-string bass and a really, really great guy. We had him in the Practical Bass Studio not too long ago. And so we're going to, uh, I think we're going to plunge right back in. Yeah. And uh, uh, unfortunately, Dave wasn't able to be with us. Uh, He was vacationing in sunny Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Doing it. Awesome. I was was probably shopping for basses there too well you know it happens sometimes i hear that's a music town a big music town there's a couple of couple of things happening that's what i hear Mm -hmm. so we're going to take you uh we're going to take you right into part two of this interview with igor so um we're going to pick it up i think right where we left off we were talking to igor about how he knew that he wanted to be on the path of being a bass player so right let's dive in i love it at what point did you know that you you were looking to do more personally, that, that you wanted to do more than, say, you know, maybe playing in a conventional way? You wanted to sort of explore a different part of yourself and mm-hmm. that no matter what else happened, that was what you were going to pursue. How did you know? I mean, was that, was that a pow moment too or was it more gradual? That very moment. So right at the beginning, back at twenty, age twenty-two. That day, that so you, very day. so everything else was leading up to you doing yes, this as a solo. But I knew, artist. I knew I did have to go to the trenches first. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like I didn't know it like consciously. Like that day, okay, I want to be a solo bass artist. It's not. It doesn't. It's more subtle. Uh-huh. But I, I felt in that very moment that I was meant to do that. Uh, by the way, that day, that very day was September the twenty-first, nineteen. 87. You know the exact date. Well, you know what you happened that day? Become a bassist. Do you know? That's Shame true. on you. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> Jaco passed away. Ah, uh, that was Jaco's death. That very day. Yeah. That I found out later. I was very impressed by the, how can I say, by the metaphysical part. I am not saying that I'm Jaco's reincarnation, but please don't take me wrong. <laughs> I'm just saying that perhaps one molecule one atom of this genius when he passed away maybe because by the way you know that the concert was weather report music it it, it makes it even more like ooh. that was what you were watching that day okay. and he was passing away i yeah. didn't know what the bass was yeah the name of that instrument i didn't know of course what jack or weather report was it was then I found out. So it's very magical to me. It's yeah. very meaningful. And maybe one particle of him hit me before going to the cosmos. That's, you know, that, that's, you know, that is possible. You know, we're all, we're all made out of the same stuff that Absolutely. the entire rest of the universe Absolutely. was. So it's not a, it's not a far stretch. Or maybe he was that big that I'm not the only guy who, who can tell the same experience. He has a lot of great molecules available uh, in his I'm sure so. they were in Chile at some point too right they probably they pr- weather report was probably in Chile at some uh, point I, 
I'm not sure, but they've surely, they, for sure, they were in Argentina. Yeah, yeah, that which is very close. Okay, but uh, so that subtly, that day I knew that I I was gonna I was gonna uh, develop an identity with my music or yeah. what I what I was gonna do in in a very unconscious way, and slowly I started to understand how. Yeah, the so way you, I will go. So you maybe didn't know right then. I'm going to make an eight-string bass, and here's what I'm going to do. But you did know I have something inside me that I know I want to express. I knew that. I'm not sure what it, I'm not sure exactly what it is, and I'm not sure how exactly to get there. But I know the first step is I got to learn to play this instrument. I got to have an instrument. I, I don't have any money, but I have my bicycle that I just made my, for myself during six months. Very nice bike. And I traded because uh, I, I grabbed the, newspa the newspaper. Okay, the, I don't have uh, how much? No, but I have a bike. Oh, they hung up on me many times. <laughs> but uh, three hours after that concert, I had my bass. I had no bike, but I, I had my bass. But and you knew how you could get started now on this thing. That yes, was and I told my, my family that I was quitting, and that was another story. <laughs> Do you? So I'm going to switch gears a little bit on you. Um, as you as you go through this journey, I mean, it sounds very much like you were. You were very driven, starting right at the point that you knew uh, what you wanted to do with your life. Like you weren't exactly sure where it was going to end, but you knew that you needed to get started, and you knew that there was a path that you wanted to walk. Do you ever encounter times when, uh, you know, today when you sort of hit a wall, like a a, a metaphysical wall, or a, a time maybe where? you're not as active or you're not, you're not feeling as driven. Does that ever happen? Uh, walls. Yes, they are everywhere. They're everywhere walls. And, uh, but they're just walls, you know, they, they are, walls are very stupid. If you think about them, they are steady. They're there. They don't move. It's like, it's very easy to, to like bypass a wall, it's like I, I I care more about not the wolves but uh, the the wolves. <laughs> they sound kind of the same. But the wolves are, behind the wolves. Uh, yeah, wolves wolves behind the wolf. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So it's like uh, yes, I found many wolves, but uh, that's the challenge. And I, I we can't complain too much because uh, every every duty, every work, every activity that a human being develops has them. And uh, I, I always say I stay positive and I'm very lucky. Yeah. I always stay my student here, Adam. I'm so lucky. I have bad luck. I have good luck within bad luck. Every time I have some problem or bad luck, something good happens. There's a silver lining. In, it's incredible. In I mean, cloud. when I arrived here, I mean, my, I had problem with my roaming. It was not working. And in a moment, I, I was at the airport and there was a... Miscommunication with the person that was picking me up, and I had no signal. That there was no Wi-Fi in there. I didn't activate my data. Oh my God, what I do here? And I'm gonna try once more. The wrong. It didn't work in Boston, in Berkeley. I mean, it didn't work for three days. Yeah. And I said, now it's the moment. Yeah. Now it is. Boom. And it happened. It happened. So you kind of like willed it. To yes. Happen. Every time, if I need a, a place to to park. It's there for me. So really, it's about, it's, it's about attitude. I mean, I sense a lot of that from you that I really is there. about how you look at the world is how it's going to reflect back to you. Yeah, because that's the very definition of happiness. Yeah. 
Happiness is an attitude, nothing but an attitude. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be a string of all only good things happening to you because I don't think anyone ever gets that a hundred percent. Things are things, things. And uh, I mean, actions and things are actions and things. They don't have any polarity. We give that polarity to things is I don't believe in positivism. Uh, I mean, it's like, uh, the things are, are the things we are in charge of that. And, uh, and we, we, we say if it, if right. it's, Good or not, right. we a, give the meaning. As we the give the meaning. This, the, the usual analogy of this rich girl or man, uh, to, not to be sexist, like uh, that has like uh, oh well, let's say the stereotype of this uh, wealthy guy appears and and uh, gives a new Mercedes uh, red to to his wife and oh sweetheart, nice red. Why red? <laughs> you know I hate red, but you, you like red. Your purse is red. Your shoes are red. Yes, but for cars, honey, for cars. I don't like red in cars. And big argument starts. And the fact of him giving her or her giving him, please, uh, that's the, uh, it's important right. to make that clear, uh, l loses importance. And they're arguing and having a big, big arguing because of some something that's very clearly positive right uh so the unhappiness is right there and the the other example is somebody that's uh on the street uh, asking for money but always smiling have you seen those guys i've seen them many times in new york and, and, and in poor countries they are there they have nothing they don't have teeth they don't have anything they don't have anything literally but they're smiling and they're yeah. making jokes they're smiling all the time yeah it's an attitude it's right. an attitude right absolutely yeah I, I i i think this is brilliant because this really you know again this really kind of hammers home one of the the things we try and talk about here uh on the podcast which is about the spirit that you bring to your life the willingness to um you know, we talk about it in terms of being effective and trying to have good habits because those good habits are – and things that you put out into the world, that energy that you put out into the world, that is how you become happy and satisfied. It's not because those things happen to you and you're passive just receiving them. It's that you're actively being part of your life. You're actively kind of taking charge of your life, your career, your practice your rehearsals, whatever it might be in order to have that happiness, right? That comes from the satisfaction of knowing that you've done what you can do. Yeah. And it's a, and it's a steady thing. You, you don't have to look for happiness. Happiness is not some place you are pointing your life to because this way life would be really yeah. a nightmare. It's like struggling yeah. for 50, 60 years, 70 years to find that. Let's say you found it at 80 yeah. and you found it. It's very, it's, it's, if you allow me, it would be very stupid. Mm -hmm. It's like 80 years having a, a, a terrible life looking for that, and then you find it, and you live one or two more years happy, and you die. Right. That's not, not. Right. You, you need to live, I mean, uh, uh, happiness is something you have to live through now, right now, and this attitude, and, and uh, attitude mostly, uh, will allow you to just trespass and cross, uh, uh, get across the walls. Yeah. Like the cartoons across the walls. Yeah. You, you will just go whoop. Right, right, right through. Like them. the superheroes, yep. you know? So, so it's interesting. You, 
So you have what what I would call a, a very enlightened attitude towards positivity and towards what happiness means and what it means to be an active part of your life. Um, and and you're you're putting this energy into your life, and that is why you have this satisfaction. Is this something that you've always had? And and if not, like what you know, you're telling a lot of listeners, I think, some great lessons that they could take away, I think, from from this interview. If if there was one thing that you could go back to your younger self, say at at that age twenty two or maybe even age twenty one, right before that, right? Um what what's the one thing that you wish you could go back and, and tell yourself about um about a life a life lesson, I guess, that they could take away? Oops. That's a hard question because I know how unprepared I was when I was 21, 20, 19. We're not always ready to listen at that uh, age. Well, right? there's a difference between uh, between uh, intelligence and wisdom mm-hmm. and between knowledge and wisdom. I always, I, you know, this this is one of my favorite sayings right here. Like, I, I, you know, I've always said the exact same thing that like intelligence is knowing that smoking is bad for you and wisdom is taking that and being able to quit because you know it's bad for you. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I uh, the analogy or the, uh, I compare mostly, uh, I think the most valid, in my opinion, uh, co- way to compare uh, wisdom with, it is with knowledge. Mm-hmm. Because you can easily confuse both. And uh, I write a lot of poetry and stuff like that. So to make a little resume, first of all, I'm not teaching lessons at all, at, to nobody because I'm nobody to teach lessons to anybody. It's, I'm just talking about my experience and whoever, it, uh, if it's meaningful to somebody, welcome. That's it. It's, right. I mean, I'm not a guru or something like that. It's just, I'm just a musician. But what I can share is that, for example, uh, for me, knowledge is like a cemented uh, path cemented, like a freeway, you see, made for many people through the years so other guys can pass through them. Right. It is like uh, many, many people through the centuries and millennia. That's uh, the freeway of humanity. That's knowledge. Wisdom. So others can so others can uh, right. go uh, uh, through it. Right. Built from another guy, As we learn, we're paving that forward for them uh, and the guys that uh that, that go through that they accumulate that knowledge right. you see wisdom it is a mind camp it's a, it's a path it's a path it's a land path i don't know how you call that in english is this this path that you make them with like the, a footpath a uh, footpath where you've kind of worn it through the wilderness it's built like by itself because the people yeah. walks through them yeah. You walk through them, but it's a mine camp. Yeah. So you sometimes step on a mine right. and it explodes. It breaks some, I mean, uh, you have some damage on your toes, whatever. Right. right. Okay. That's another way. Okay. So you start to build that yourself, right. yourself. So to, to see where is the right path, you right. step on another mine and again, oh, another food. You have to right. recuperate from the injuries and, and you build that path. Right. And then you look back. That's wisdom. Right. That path, that footpath that's right. wisdom it's different it's yours right. it's and you have to build it through experience through your own experience and mostly through your mistakes yep absolutely yeah my mind is it's not quite blown but i'm like the the connections that you're making here i think for 
you know, for our audience, I think are, are really palpable. And, and, uh, and, and I think this is just, it's so much in the spirit of, of what we try and do here. It, you know, if you're, you know, you you talk about this experience and building up this experience, uh, that that is, that is the, the beginning and the development of wisdom. And in your experience, you know, you've been traveling around the world, um, and and part of what you've done, and you know, Adam, I think is a is a uh, an example of this. You know, you have you know students, friends, contacts that you've made, you know, around the world. Uh, is that something that just is that something that happens randomly? I mean, do you just allow that to hand, happen randomly, or you know, have you? Are there certain places where you've like reached out to find people who are maybe of the same mind or the same um, uh, maybe the same kind of attitudes where you know you're trying to reach out and tap into a community how do, how do you develop that that set of contacts around the world uh, I have to admit that uh, social media has helped a lot it does uh, it has a lot of flaws a lot of problems a lot of uh, uncertainties and uh, a lot of gossip a lot of bad energy but if you take care of that in a, in a good that you you don't follow and fall into that trend, you stay with it with what is good in that social right. media, which is knowing the right people and getting rid of the wrong people for you. Yes, that, because I say for you because it might be that you are wrong and not the rest. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's what I try to do, and uh, things start to happen because they, I show what I do, and there are. are always somebody or people that's going to like it. It's a, if it's a decent and appropriate work, you will have more followers and more people that supports you. Right. And you, and mostly, you never know how many people ca can be there supporting you. Now I told you I'm coming from Australia. I was in a, in a, it was not a concert, it was a clinic and presentation at the EGM distribution, which is a, mm -hmm. Music distributor and the people they were invited with a cocktail and stuff like that and uh, very nice, very nice environment. Right. And there were a couple of artists opening for me. And then I went to play my solo thing about this guitar player, guitar player with a nice Godin guitar. Yep. He told me, "Sir, I've been following your career for ten years. Would you please?" And he handed me a sharpie. Would you be? Would you make me the honor to sign my Godin here? <laughs> Where? What? Where? Wow. Uh, it's a Godin, man. It's like a $5,000 guitar. You really <laughs> want me to? Well, now it's going to be worth 10000 He said, no, 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 no. I think, uh, and, and he, he, he insisted. He said, no, please do me this honor. So I did have to sign that for him. And he took care of the signature and put some language. And it's going to stay there forever. Right. He's a guitar player, and he said that he's been following me and, and doing compositions and arrangements based on what I do. Yeah. Well, it was like, and he said the word, like, tribute to you, which is like, oh, my God, this is, I don't know, that's too much. Uh, uh, yeah. And I, I really, because all of us artists, we have a, an ego that we have to be looking at every second because it's our worst enemy. So I go, okay, okay, I don't, oh, no, no, the tribute, no, it's not the proper word. He said, yes, yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So he, you never know. That's, that's my point. And, and his bass player, his bass player was the same. How so. fulfilling is that? Like to, you know, to, to watch somebody who has been watching you and to have that kind of connection 
with your music. I mean, that's got to be a very, it has to be a very uh, energizing, but also maybe a little humbling experience because you realize that these people that you're touching with music are all around the world. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, the better things happen when you don't expect them to happen. Right. I I was not because as I said I was saying he had a bass, his bass player yeah. his bass player was absolutely the same I'm not even telling his story in relation to me because okay it's a bass player Dean mm-hmm. Gaudan but uh, the guitar player come on it's like right. very surprising to me right and uh, uh, so this happens quite often it happens so I keep that you see it's yeah. like uh, it's like what else can be better than that? I prefer to earn, uh, let's say, a couple thousand dollars, one thousand dollars from a good gig, instead of ten thousand, and that, let's say, one thousand and that, yeah. instead of instead of ten thousand and 10, nothing. Ten thousand in a suitcase. Have fun. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, no, 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 that. Right. So, uh, do, do you still do you? So, do you know? So, the, these this uh, bass player and the guitarist. I mean, are are you still in touch with them? Well, that much in touch that when I arrived to Chile, back to Chile, this guitar player is producing and uh, he sent me the tickets. One day after I arrived back to Chile for the International Melbourne Jazz Festival in October, yeah. he's paying my fee, artist fee, he's he's paying for the tickets, he's pr- producing the whole thing so I can be there both days. Yeah. Uh, so I got this uh, f- festival immediately when I, after one day after arriving from the same country. So it's very incredible. He, he was very moved because... Uh, he liked what I did live, and uh, he da- he liked what I shared with the people also because as we are talking here, right. we talked a little bit with people, uh, and I did you know, talk and uh, received questions. Yeah. So. So so when uh, when when someone comes up to you like that, um, you know, I, I imagine this doesn't happen every time, but some of these in some of these occasions, uh, that may be somebody that you're going to you know, keep having a conversation with over time, right? That person might become instrumental in maybe having you back to some other event. There are connections that you can make to, to uh, you know, developing your, your reach as an artist into that country or that area of the world. Um, h- how do you go about, how do you go about handling that type of, uh, that type of, dimension of artist development right so part of artist development is obviously you know you're working on yourself you're working on your your compositions your skills and so forth and then there's another side of it which is also uh you know developing your connection with your uh your fans getting people to know your music and but also you know finding people who may be able to connect you with other opportunities how how do you how do you go about that i let it flow I, I don't, uh, I try not to manipulate the situations of, yeah. of people. I try not. In, in, in certain situations, let's say that crucial emails that you have to send sometimes, uh, that you have to be very careful on how you write them and take your time mm-hmm. because one word can kill you and another word can bring you to heaven. Mm-hmm. Just one, I'm telling you, one coma. Mm-hmm. Of, of the sentence right uh, so you have to be very careful with that but in general terms I let it flow for example uh, these guys I, I was nice with him and with them 
all the time I was there with them because I tried to be nice with people. Right. Uh, it's not because I want something back from right. them. It's just that. It's just uh, the right way to go through the world. And, and people unconsciously feel that. If, if you are trying to manipulate them, like being excessively nice, yes. they are going to notice it either consciously or unconsciously. Right. Something is going to be like, mm, not happening. Right. And uh, maybe, maybe because I'm just any other human being like anybody, I did it like 20 years ago with people and... Uh, And uh, I learned from my experiences when I did have to hit my head against the walls. Uh, but then I understood what, uh, at least I, I, I think I understood <laughs> what is life about mainly. And I focused ex only on that. Right, right. Absolutely. The rest comes. It just happens. It just right. happens. It happens and, as a and, result and, uh, of that, of that positivity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's a, it's a, a great, I think that's a, There's a, a great nugget of information in there uh, for listeners who are thinking about jobs and opportunities. And I think it doesn't matter whether you're talking about touring the world or just trying to get gigs in your own region, that if you see other people as just a means to an end, that things are probably not going to work out, right? That... If you if you have real genuine relations with people, real relationships with people that are just based on mutual happiness of just being able to exchange information and feelings and and so forth, that the rest will happen, right? Things will happen as a result yes. of that, and and that going into it with an agenda is really not the right. Not the right no, approach. no, because I give you an example here because my student Adam is here. Um, he's been my student for four years. Outstanding musician. He's going to make it. And the pro the, pro the problem, let's say he pays for the, my, for the lessons with me. Every month he sends the money. We do the lessons on Skype. Right. Let's say he's my if, uh, source of income for me. That's it. So I'm nice with him because of that. Right. So because I want to keep that source of income steady, you see? So uh, this is not going to work. I mean, he's going to feel that unconsciously or consciously, and I will pay the price of that. In some, because I, I, I really believe in, in that, that. I always say life is, many people say life is really generous. Life is there. I mean, it's, it's generous. Just go for it. Life is not generous. Life is absolutely, is, instead of being generous, life is fair. It means... Whatever you give to it, to life, life is going to give it back to you. Right. In the same amount and proportion, <laughs> always you will get what you give or negativity, for example, or positivity is going to get, but it's going to return. Life is not going to keep anything from you. It is honest. Right. Life is honest, which is the exact translation and when I say my things, I'm translating them in real time so is life is honest not yes. fair it's honest yeah. not um, generous doesn't right. give anything so what i'm receiving from adam now for example this experience or, or what i'm doing here playing in fredericksburg and all that it's a result and many other things by the way it's a result of a honest relation right where he feels 
I'm not like using him for as a steady source of income from him. It's like uh, because on the very moments where things are complicated, whatever you notice, the reality shows up, mm-hmm. and 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 you know the people, the integrity of people on that right. very moment. Right when things are yeah, when things get tough, you really find out. You like, really find out who is who. With you. So yeah. and these moments always come with people. Always, because life is not perfect at all, and right. there are always flaws on the on the relations, and things show up, especially in marriages, for example. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, if you are going very like open and clear and not manipulating anybody and being quite uh, positive, the reality will show up, and uh, that's why I stay like that because it always come back to me. It always, I am so lucky. <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, I would, I, I think. You know, there's. I would say there's that you've you've kind of given the lie to that. I I don't think you're lucky. I think that you are getting the honest payback from how you approach the world. Well, right? I just I know you like to say lucky. Lucky is a nice way of saying it, but really you've made your luck, right? And the way you've made that luck is by putting that that right attitude out, and so it's coming back to you. Well, in fact, uh, because you, you, if somebody else tells you, uh, especially I, I recall like 20 years ago back in South America in Chile when I was. Uh, starting well, not starting because I've been playing bass for thirty years. I'm twenty-two and fifty-two, but uh, some of my colleagues very nicely <laughs> told me the fact is that you are lucky, man. But you you understand the charge, yeah. the the particle charge on, right. on that on that that comment, right? And I my re, my answer was always you are totally right. I'm really lucky, and you know the hard I work. You know where I go. The harder I work, the more effort I put on my, on my activities, the more uh, honest I go, the more blah, 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 blah. Lucky, the lucky, the lucky I am, man. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, the harder you work, the luckier so you get. It's an ironic answer, you know, about that. <laughs> yes, yes. It's absolutely true. Well, I, I Igor, I, I can't say how much... Uh, how, uh, how much I've appreciated having you here in the studio. I know uh, Dave also uh, would sends his love and, and appreciation for uh, for yeah, thanks to him as well being here with us. And I, I know he was sad he couldn't uh, he couldn't be here himself. He's actually on vacation with his lovely family, which is well earned. He's a also very hard worker, uh, as Adam may have told you. And uh, and uh, so we wish him best. And uh, I'm sure he's going inter- to he's going to really love hearing this interview uh once once he gets a chance to to catch up with it all right and so there endeth the interview i i think that was pretty great it went well our first one yeah it really it was like a milestone for us i know i'm amazed at having like a pretty big name guy in the studio yeah that that really tickled me the idea of having somebody world famous yeah, you know, you know, a granted, it's a, gift it's, for our, it's a gift for our listeners. Yeah, it's. I mean, uh, let's. I mean, let's be honest. It's not. You know, it's not like world famous like the Queen or right. You know, or or I don't know who's who's really super famous now. Like Kanye, Sting, <laughs> Sting, always <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sting. Okay, yeah. If we're if we're gonna go for bass players, like I think Sting would be a huge win. But I'm not because he's counting. on like Oprah too. I did invite him. You did, but that jerk never email me back yeah no i'm, I'm kidding did you, that, that never happened did you text him or did you email because i think he's I, more of a text guy is he a text guy you think he's like instant mm-hmm. yeah okay or snapchat maybe <laughs> can you can you call somebody via snapchat can you, can you snap 
and chat with somebody? Do you even chat on Snapchat? I have no idea. Uh, I'm, I'm so old, Dave. I have I'm no so idea. Old. You should ask your kids. They'll tell oh, you. I do. They I'll try to. Mine. Yeah, they try to tell me. They're like, "What's well?" Anyways, mine don't even try anymore. That's the thing. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> oh yes, that's right. The end of this lovely interview with Igor. So we so much enjoyed having him here, and yeah, uh, it was great having a, a such a, a distinguished first guest here. And you know, I think as I mentioned back in the first part, this is hopefully not going to be the last interview we do. We have some other ideas for uh, players and also just experts and gurus in their own field who we think will be of interest to you out there, the working bass players. And you know they'll have lessons to give you that you can use yep. and apply to your practice of being a musician, right? A successful one. So, yeah. And, and if you have ideas for other topics you would like us to cover, we are certainly not going to stop doing uh, shows on, on gear and instruments and components mm-hmm. and practice habits and all sorts of other great tidbits of wisdom that uh, we have picked up along our journey and hope to give to you. We are not going to stop doing any of that. And if you have ideas for topics you'd like to hear, you can email us at podcast at practicalbase.com or stop by the practicalbase.com website and give us some feedback. You can also reach us on Facebook, Instagram, Google Plus, Twitter, anywhere there's a social, you will find us. Yep. There we can be found. So we hope that you will also share this with friends and musicians who want to take their skills to the next level. Um, that is certainly what we aim for here at Practical Base. And this podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. On Apple Podcasts on your iPhone, on iTunes on your Mac OS device, on Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio on any platform. Simply do a search for Practical Bass and when the logo comes up, hit subscribe and you will automatically receive a free copy of each week's episode sent straight to your device. It could not be easier. It literally could not be easier. It's so easy. The only way it could be easier is if Dave showed up at your house and brought you the episode himself. Right. And he might do that if you I, ask me. It's, if, yeah, if you're, if you're really nice about it. If there's some in, incentive, you know, I might. <laughs> that was mercenary. <laughs> I liked it, though. Maybe we could do a live audience, too. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Things could get wackier here. There is no end to the craziness that could ensue. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what craziness ensues next time uh, here on Practical Base. So until then, I'm Paul Freelds. And I'm Dave Guzman. This has been Practical Base. Thanks for listening.